Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. Uh, we got Vance here in front of the Ranger, Todd on speakerphone, and uh, this podcast. What, what's going on, Vance? Where's all the baits? Oh, the baits. Todd has them. Oh, that's in my hand right now. Yeah. Are you, are, you, are you assembling them as you as we're doing this? Um, yeah, I'm putting some ice screws in. Yeah. Nice. So if, if we hear the drill going, we we all know what it is. No, I tried to take care of the. I shouldn't. I should be in a point where I don't have to drill. Okay. Nice. Uh, if anyone's wondering what we're referencing, uh, go to uh, Fatty Z Muskie Products on Facebook. You'll see my latest post of a lot of baits sitting in the front of the Ranger. Um, Todd has those. He's assembling screw eyes and putting hooks on. So that's our shameless plug for the Facebook post. FattyZMuskie.com is the other place. It's also brought to you by Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, MCFishingGuides.com, and Muddy Creek Fishing Guides on Facebook, or Friend Todd Young on Facebook to keep updated with all of that. And Vance runs the Instagram account. Check us out there, Fatty Z Musky Products. So uh, I know we keep saying that we're going to run out of fishing reports. Um, we will eventually, but not on this podcast. We got, a, we got a few more fishing reports, some cool stories, and uh, after that we're going to probably go into, depending on how much time we got, uh, I got an email from, from a listener. He wanted to, he had some questions. He's uh, new at musky fishing, but not new at fishing like most mus- musky anglers are. They never start out as musky anglers. He had some questions, so we're going to read them and we're going to kind of do a, a panel kind of thing. We'll bounce them around and just hopefully answer them as best to our ability. Um, I'm going to start off with, with my fishing report. Last Thursday, uh, I took a day off work. It was right... We had a nice stable sec, uh, stretch of weather. Last What was it? Last week, we had some like 60, 70 degree weather for three or four days. Yep. Vance, you, yeah. went, you went out one, on one of those early days. I went out a couple of those days for like an hour. But yeah, it was like 70, 74. Who knows? It was friggin' beautiful. It was like summer. It was nice. Yeah. Well, I, I, I took a Thursday off of work. I aligned everything up, and I went up to the secret spot. And The secret spot. The secret spot. Yeah, do you know how secret this was? I launched the boat, and I immediately called Todd, mm-hmm. asked him where he would go. <laughs> and after that, I talked to Vance and asked where he would go, and they both said the same thing. And I, <laughs> I, yeah. I said, I mean, that's, that's, I'm, I'm shameless about that because I don't get out much. So... I drove, you know, I, I went to a spot to where I could run some gas through the motor. So I, I, I burned some gas just driving to the spot. I could have easily launched and have been right there. But, um, so I'm, I, get to, I get to the spot. And Vance told me, stay in 11 foot of water and you'll catch fish. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm in 11 foot. I don't see weeds. So I'm like, I'm going to move in until I find Cast weeds. In. I'm a caster in her. Well, yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with casting in. I just wanted to see where the weeds were at. So I, I start, like, essing my way in. I have nothing on my GPS is marked. I don't, have, I don't have a weed line to save my life. So I just start going around, and I'm like, well, screw it. They got to be here. I'm just blindly casting. I'm going solo. I'm, I'm in the Ranger. And I can look out across this little bay here that I'm fishing, and I can see another 
another boat fishing. Um, they were fishing three guys, and they were musky fishing. Mm. I mean, you can just tell when you look at another boat slinging baits. So, as, as I'm going, you know, I'm probably 20 minutes into it, and I haven't seen a fish, haven't got bumped, nothing. And uh, I look up, and I see them pulling out the net, and I see them net a fish, and... I'm like, well, they must be here. And, you know, they, they pull up. You know, it, it wasn't a big fish. It was a low 30s. They, they pulled out of the net, got some photos and stuff. And a few minutes after that, you know, I'm, I'm ripping the Raptor. It's it's not Mitch. In fact, I, I went and got a brand new one because hmm. I don't have all new ones. All of mine are old. And the, 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 there's a progression that the, that the baits have taken, our hard baits have taken since the first one that we completed and sold to where we're at now. And... I said, I want a shiny new one. So I, uh, I busted out a shiny new walleye. 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 One, le one less for me to assemble. That's right. I assembled it yeah. <laughs> that <Yeah>. morning. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, I'm out there and, uh, you know, I'm ripping, ripping. Rod stops. I set the hook and head shake, head shake. It kind of moving, on the, moving water on the surface, but not on the surface. And it comes off. I'm like, well... They're here. Raptor's going to work today. So a couple casts later, I'm still doing a little drift. I had a nice nice wind pushing me, but I was still on the motor the whole time. So a wind was pushing you? It was pushing me, but I, I had to run the motor. Just to stay in position? The, the whole boat, yeah, boat control and stuff. I mean, I... Because you're a puller. I'm a puller. I you mean, the, pull the, in the direction that the wind's coming. I was going with the bow. wind because right. I didn't... Nice. I, I didn't want to get spun around, but I didn't do that all day. I will say this: <laughs> you were, you went back to your old ways. Well, no, I I wanted to keep fishing, and this this weed bed took a, a corner, and I mean I could just keep going into land, but you know what what am I supposed to do then when I hit terra yeah. firma? Yeah, I'm not fishing anymore. So I had to turn, and then I had to kind of pull myself on an angle like a sailboat. But anyway, we're getting ahead of myself. <laughs> so. Couple casts later, I see a fish follow, and and right now the sun's kind of, it it was like one of those like slate gray clouds. They weren't really low, but they were they were gray, and they blocked the whole sun. And I was just it was a weird time where my polarized glasses were probably equal to where your your eyes would be. Yeah. It, so it do was, you wear them? Do you not? Do I? Yeah. And I just said I'm just gonna keep wearing them because that's what I do. So I'm, I'm wearing them. And I, I see a fish. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. There's there's two fish, you know, in a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I round that corner, and now I have to kind of pull myself. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm getting a crosswind, and I'm I'm just poking and hoping more or less. You know, I'm I'm looking for weeds on the finder. I cannot. I'm picking up not as much as I'd like. A little clump here, a little clump there, and I just said I'm just going to keep my nose to the grindstone. I already seen those guys catch a fish. They, I know they're watching me. So I'm pulling the raptor, pulling the raptor. Boom, you know, midway in, rod stops, set the hook. Rod straightens out, and the drag goes on the tranks. It's just peeling three foot, stopping, peeling three foot, stopping, peeling. And I'm like, oh, this is a better fish. So I immediately peel the drag back because that's the way I, I fight the fish now. I fight them like a girl. I don't want the fish to get away, so I give them yeah. all the drag they want in the slightest pull. This crank's <laughs> probably never seen that. That line probably never saw the light of day if it's ripping drag on you, because you said that 
that line on that Tranks is like five years old. You filled it. <laughs> it's not five years. I got it with the reel. I bought that Tranks used. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's I bought that Tranks used. And that Tranks, I've, I've had it for about two years. But anyway, so this, this fish is, is pulling. I mean, it didn't spool me or nothing. But, you know, I, I get it around, and I had already had my net set out. I had it all ready because when you're by yourself, it, it's not easy. My I, I, As one could imagine, I actually built my net. My net, I constructed, I designed and built the net. This thing, you could fit two adults in the bag. Okay? <laughs> and it's heavy. I didn't know you made this net. I made that net. It's ridiculous. And Well, I didn't, I didn't. My sister, who is a seamstress, she made the bag for me. I bought the netting, but she, she made the, the bag. I made the hoop, the handle, the whole yoke, everything. Wow. And uh, so she made the bag to my specs. Anyways. This is a nice net, by the way. It could be sold in stores. It could be, but no one would <laughs> want to pay the hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of dollars I have in building it. So, so you, you could have just bought a net then? I could have bought a net, but what fun is that? Well, it saves a, a lot of frustration and some, some man hours. Well, it's not frustration. It's fun. You should see all the... I think that actually I tried to buy a net online. Mm-hmm. And they, they jack you in shipping. Oh, it for sucks. these things. It sucks. Yeah, they do. And I keep interrupting you. But I was no, in, no, it's I was in Green Bay, Wisconsin mm-hmm. for a game up in Lambeau Field. I went to the Cabela's up there, mm-hmm. bought a net, and drove it all the way back to Western PA because of that. Did you claim it at the border? I didn't. <laughs> it's Green, it's Green Bay. <laughs> Sales tax. We were all packed in a car. We had like, uh, you know, four. And I was like, guys, this is is coming with us. It was a giant musky net. Did you take the net to the game? Actually, it was in the parking lot. Yeah, because. You you should have bought like like an ice fishing shelter. We had all the the tailgate stuff and and stuff pulling up to Lambeau Field. That was the first thing I had to pull out to get, you know, the coolers and the beers and the tables and stuff. Tailgated at a Steelers Green Bay Packers, Packers game. How how game. long ago was this? That's crazy. Three years. Three years. Okay, ago. so it's still Rogers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We the Steelers won the game. <laughs> the net was there. <laughs> so the whole way home, there guys were sleeping in the, in the back. There was a, you know like a bag like just grazing their head. I mean, a musky net. I mean, like it would. You would have taken up just the same amount of room buying a one-man ice shelter. Yeah. And throwing, okay, guys, this is coming with us, and I got a couple of propane tanks. Let's, yeah. let's wedge it between us. It's not the, it's, and it's not the foldable bag one. It's the big loop. So. No, but uh, I got to ask the question. You went from Pittsburgh to Green Bay for a game? For a game. That was it. There was, like, visiting family or work or nothing. It mm-hmm. was... You, you literally got tickets. Surprisingly enough, there we, we do have family up there, and the guy met me in the Cabela's parking lot. By family, you mean a scalper for tickets? No, it was my, <laughs> my family. I was the only one in Cabela's, too, because it, it had snowed that whole morning. Mm-hmm. It was like 10 inches of snow in a matter of like two hours. Okay. I was like the only one in Cabela's parking lot. I was doing donuts. Walked in. That's the time to go to Cabela's is when no one's there. Yeah, nobody was there. I walked what, in. I was I, like, is this what store What possessed open? you to do donuts? Well, it was an open parking lot and a lot of snow. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess that's, I guess that's the invitation. I did that immediately. I pull around the corner 
And I'm just like, ooh, this looks fun. You got to juice it. I was like, I was, I was like, this place, you know, might be under a state of emergency. I don't know if this store is even open right now, so I'm gonna have. I'm so you just, you're just gonna drift. Yeah. Okay. I drifted. You drifted in the snow drifts. Yeah. Nice. Drifted, got the net, met the family, went to the game. Net was there. Net's in my boat today. Continue back to the that, fishing. That's a great story. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a really good story. Um. You're getting you're you're it's it's rip and drag on this. It's track. rip and drag, yeah. So okay. So I, I get this fish turned around, I get it to the boat, and it it looks at my enormous net. Now my enormous net was I figured out I, I gotta just explain how big this net is. In Pennsylvania there's a limit to how big your net can be. And I'm just inside that limit. Really? Yeah. So you just can't drop a net and just start scooping it. Oh right, yeah. I mean so, anyways, I got this enormous net that weighs a lot, and it, th- there's so much drag from the from the actual webbing, you ca- you can't scoop the fish. You have to get the fish over it, and I tell everyone just push down on the handle. So the handle's like on the gunnel, mm. and by pushing down, you have a lot more force than trying to lift, like a shovel full of whatever snow or dirt. Mm-hmm. And um, what is it? So then I get the fish close. It sees the net. It turns. And it takes off and it does this really embarrassing jump in that it like gets its head and maybe two thirds of its body out and it just kind of falls over sideways like, like sea, Shamu at SeaWorld. Yeah, but not so graceful. No. And it just kind of splashes and I got a good one here. I kind so of. So it's a big fatty. It's a big fatty. And uh, anyways, I kind of look up. I see the guys are looking at me musky boat not too far away i get it in the net and uh i gotta know how much it weighs snap the boga on it pick it up tops out the boga puts it right back down tops out the boga tops out my boga and uh 60 pounds well no i got the salt water i got 120 pound boga (laughs) (laughs) world record world record but I, i released it so it doesn't count no it was a 30 pound boga and then uh i get my camera set up and I take probably the world's worst video. For whatever reason, my phone didn't record it the way I, I had it landscape. It didn't record it landscape. It kind of recorded it in portrait. So like when I'm looking at it, it's like a really small landscape thing mm-hmm. video when I'm holding the phone portrait. And when I turn it the other way, it it fixes it. But now it's all sideways. I don't know what you were telling me about that. You yeah. tell me there was a yeah, 30 was, plus pounder on the end of this video. but. <laughs> So, Until now, well, yeah. So, so I, so I got this big fatty. I get it out. I, uh, I, I measure. She's uh, forty-five inches. So, oh. I, I, I plop her in the water, and uh, she promptly <laughs> swims away. Forty-five I, inches at thirty pounds. It topped out. The, you know, how accurate is the boga? I don't know. I think it's pretty accurate. Yeah. So it, it's close. I would probably venture. You know, who knows? I don't know. I didn't check it. That's a huge fatty. It's a big fatty. And I'll, I'll show you a picture of it here right now. And I mean, That's a great fish. It is a great fish. That's why I, I was that's like... incredible. I was worried t- telling you about it. Uh, come on, where are you? Here's, here's a net photo. Oh, yeah. She's thick across the back. Mm-hmm. And that's why she didn't clear water. Buried the front hook. Middle hook, corner mouth. Man. Middle hook, corner mouth. So, anyways, I uh, 
I get uh, I, I release her, and then I go ahead and make a couple more casts. A few more casts later, you know, the sun's up a little bit higher. Uh, the a uh, couple more casts. Bring the raptor in. Sun's up higher. I can see into the water. Here comes another fish, hot on hot on on the uh, the walleye. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ooh, this is nice. I get about halfway through the first loop of figure eight, T-bones it. Mm. Just comes up, swipes it, T-bones it. I, uh, I set the hook, and uh, I, didn't, I, had, I had no idea that I actually got a hook in it because it, I, I didn't see the bait disappear, but it, it did. It grabbed the middle hook, and off it went. Same, same deal. Power runs, this and that. Now these guys are looking at me even more because it, it's not like I can hook them and have someone scoop the net. It takes me like a minute of really babying these things. To, and then uh, getting a big net in the water. Getting the big net. Got it. And uh, yeah. Then um, anyways, pull that fish out real quick. You know, hit it on the boga. It bounced between uh, 18 and 20 pounds. It's another nice one. 40 incher. Nice. I uh, let it go. And I fish a little bit more. And another good rip. Set the hook. Get this guy in, and this this was the, this was the toughest out of all the fish to, to net. Thing pro, the thing was a little guy. He was probably thirty to thirty three in there. I didn't measure him, and but I did throw him on the boga real quick once I netted him. But to get him in the net was so hard because every time he get close to the boat, he, he would, would turn he would. and slap a ton of water in my face. Yeah, well, he's pissed at you. He is. He did not like it. But I had to cut a bunch of hooks out of this guy, mm -hmm. and uh, he went eight pounds. At at by the time I released that fish, I looked up. Those three guys packed up their boat and drove like 50 to 70 yards up where I just drifted. Yeah. And set up and started fishing. I'm like, well, it's a big lake. I'm not going to say nothing. <clears throat> they uh, promptly hook into a fish. I'm like, well, I get an assist. Yeah. And it was, it was not a very big fish. I would, I would almost call it like hammer handle-like. Yeah. And uh, I watched them, this one guy, since they had three guys, they had a camera guy and they had a guy holding, they were holding this fish out as far as he could get it. Oh, that's And it, it was, it was out of the water for at least like 30 to 40 seconds. Just, I'm like, you guys got to put that thing back by now. <laughs> so, I designed in my new boat about halfway down, like right in, in the middle mm -hmm. of the beam. It's a platform. It, it sits right on, you set the fish right on it. It's like a, like a gun rack almost. You just set it right there, and then you stand at, at the front of the bow. You have like mannequin hands. Yeah, and that thing looks like, just like a 50-incher every time. <laughs> mm -hmm. <coughs> well, I guess that works. And uh, so anyway, so then I see them catch this, and I turn around, and there's another boat in front of my drift. I don't know when they got there. So here I am. I'm in the middle of my drift. I got a boat behind me. I got a boat in front of me. It wasn't 20 minutes prior to this. I had no one in mm. front or behind me, you know, within reason, within fishing distance. <clears throat> and uh, I'm like, well, this is this kind of sucks. Yeah. So I leave the drift that I was doing. So, you know, I put the motor, big motor down, started up, went all the way across the bay, and I started fishing the long drift. Mm-hmm. And uh, all I saw for the rest of the day was one little guy come up and rocket past the bait and gone. Yeah. I had I hit my window and and that was that was my trip. And then I sent you a picture of a pile of hooks cut. Yeah, that's a great trip. 
Oh, that's a really great trip. Seeming I had to leave at 1.30. I got there at like 8, had to leave at 1.30. I had all my fish by 9.30 and... That, those are great fish. Oh, they're, they're in, that first one was enormous. I kind of wish it was the other way around. I would have built up the suspense and, oh, that's great. But it actually went big, middle, small the other way. But it was one of these trips that I went out and I, I got that feeling before I went with Todd with my uncle. We did a podcast on that, that it was going to be a good day. Mm-hmm. I got that feeling before Todd and I went out on the Ranger that one night. I got that feeling before I shot my buck. I got that feeling on this trip. I said, I got there. I said, I'm going to hook something fat. Mm. It wasn't a 50, but it's still a fat one. Uh, yeah. 30 pound, 45 incher is a good fish. A stout. And Todd tank. made, Todd made the comment next to my 50 incher. That's probably the biggest fish length to weight combo that I've caught since that 50, which was my third fish. And that, you know, my dad hooked into that 45-incher that was 30 pounds. My, the one that I caught? It, yeah, not oh, that okay. one. But, I, <laughs> okay. I mean, who knows? But it, it was odd. I, I sent you guys a picture of it. It looked, it had like those, it was crazy barred up to like mm-hmm. halfway down the body to the tail. Yep. And my dad was all bummed and he couldn't, he couldn't reach in the bag. So I picked the fish up. He had a sore elbow. Mm-hmm. And when he went to put pressure on the gun, he was just like, I can't get that fish out of the net. Yeah. So I picked the thing up. <clears throat> we take a picture of it and yada, yada, yada. Got a weight on it. Couldn't believe it. And then when I, when I put it back in the water to release it and I grabbed the thing's tail, I had this like old feeling. like I Deja could, vu? Is, it, is that what it is? Or is deja vu something? Yeah, deja vu. Yeah. Something or, like that. Where it's like you've been in this position before. Yeah, but and, and it brought me back to when I caught my first fish was, was at 50 plus. When I was grabbing its tail, I was just like, whoop. I was oh. like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, this fish is insane fat. That is an awesome fish you caught. That's yeah. freaking incredible. Yeah. All right, so then you guys went, you fished, you and Todd fished Monday, Tuesday. Did you fish in between my Thursday and Monday? Yeah, I went up for an hour that day. Okay. That day that you had that, what we just talked about. And then I went into work at night. Okay, so you drove an hour to fish for an hour, to drive home for an hour, to go to work for 30 hours straight? 40 hours straight. 40 hours straight, okay. But that's the thing, you know, I mean, I'm... I don't know. You go up there, it's nice weather. You mm-hmm. go up there for a chance. I always say that to myself. I'm going up there for a chance to get a nice fish. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be 70 degrees again until, who knows? Next you know. week. <laughs> Next week, I doubt it. But you know what I'm saying? You know, it's, yep. it's the end of the season. You're trying to get as much in as you can. Exactly. And plus, I wanna, I'm want i still in process of trying to uh, learn the new boat. So I went out. Mm-hmm. I got two, nothing big, had a nice, I missed it, a, a, a nice hook set. I don't, you, you can really never tell. I might have ripped it through the side of the fish, but I had one stop me, like, you know, dead in the tracks. I set the hook, and then it, there was just nothing there. I got two that day, and I went to work for a couple days. Um, T- tell them, when we say a couple days. I'm not, I'm not re- releasing that. You're not saying how no. many hours you work straight to turn around and do it again. Okay. No. 
Okay, he's not releasing it. My mistake. Sorry. A hard, a hard, just a hard-working man. That's all. Okay. It is what it is. Many hours in a row. I'll just say that much. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, me and Todd went out for a couple days. That's that. That's what it, it transitions into. Me and Todd got two days on the water. Um, you know, Todd, you can take it away. Yeah, I had to go up. I went up to close up my camp and everything, so I got to. I didn't even bring my boat. I got to go in the new little craft. Uh, dance got got a little. I mean, weren't really looking for a real early start. We did what? I think we did seven hours on. Uh, it would have been Monday, and uh, yeah, I mean, how did what? How did what? It was nice on Monday, correct? I think it was nice on. It was my son Monday. It was awful on yeah. Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. 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 We had some nice weather Monday. We went out and uh, started doing our thing. I mean, it was. It was, you know, it was. It felt really slow. Vance, Vance got a couple fish. I got a fish. They were all like triplets of each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the three amigos. Load, load of mid thirty inch fish. There's the only three we saw, and, uh, you know, it was getting a little later in the day there, and, uh, you know, that, that that's what we've seen. But looking back, I and mean, then we talked about it afterwards, looking back, we probably had fished four hours, and we had three fish in the boat. Yeah. But it was just very anticlimactic. It was just, that's what we saw. They hit the bait. We got them. And the one fish I got had followed in, and... I saw it swipe at it and whipped the lure back out and took a couple jerks and hit. You know, so I mean, it was, and I, you know, we, we didn't even have any followed at that point. Mm-mm. And then, uh, in the, in, a little later in the day, uh, it, it was sort of the same thing we've been talking about. You know, we had we had a drift early and then we, we sort of lost our wind, and uh, it, you know, it, it, it calmed down pretty good. And then they started following, and. Uh, Acting some really weird, weird stuff. You go from there. Yeah, so we kind of had a couple hours left, and, you know, the entire day I was trying to learn that that Tarova with the key fob thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's completely new to me. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out positioning and whatnot with this key fob thing, and it's got all these crazy buttons on there. It's like... No, yeah, we... We, like, we figured out when you got the boat that you got the iPilot link, mm-hmm. not knowing it. Not knowing it. And, and it's not set up. It's not hooked up to my... So my, you're just my, running iPilot. I'm, ru- I'm ru- running iPilot, which okay. um, we can get it. You know, I'll touch base on that. But so, I'm, I mean, but still, you're it's, it's, it's a different um, transition into, you know, not, not using my foot. And whatnot, and uh, so I'm I'm playing with all the buttons, and I want to do it this way, so I have to hit this button here, and yada yada yada, and we're pulling through. But we get to this, uh, we we get to like our our final spot of the night, and uh, you know the, the final two hours where we're gonna pound. And we start seeing it, seeing some fish. Um, get a couple follows. Um, the first, we pull into the spot, and. This is like uh, this was the 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 first thing that happened about like ten casts into it. uh, Todd changes his bait, pulls out a three pounder. It's new. 
Brand new three pounder. Three pounder, not its first one. First one ever. Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> I'm kidding. He pulls out a, a different colored Raptor. <laughs> and uh, I say, was he throwing a kitten? <laughs> yeah, about that size. But so he uh, he's chucking this thing, and uh, he said, "Oh, here's one coming in." Mm -hmm. And uh, I look down, and he has a thing following, and he does this nice deep figure eight. Um, and this, I, I finally see the fish at this point. And it's a big, it's a big fish. It's a very, very nice fish. It turns and turns sideways and follows that figure eight so much that I believed that this thing was going to hit. Okay. I, I undo my net and I'm like ready to go on this thing. Like I, I, I have it strapped in the boat. You're going to do one of those YouTube videos where they, they hook a fish on figure eight and by the time it gets the third head shake, it's in the net. Yeah. I, 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 this thing looked hot, this thing looked hot on, it was abnormal, it was an abnormal follow for the, the lake that we are. I thought for sure with what the fish was showing us that this thing was going to hit. It followed around, it twisted, and it just went down. It didn't come back. Todd's like, uh, I was like, man, that's a big fish. Very thick in that back tail area. I mean, it was, as, it's back, it, it's back tail was <clears throat> as, thick as, as the three fish we had caught prior. So I knew it was big. It was mm -hmm. big. Not like where you hold it to release it, but from the, the um, you know, the fins back to. Okay. It, 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 it was a big fish. You know, it never really can tell how, how big they are until you get them on the bump. But so Todd hurries up and he chucks it out quick again. I was like, man, that's a big fish. And I'm just standing there. I, I've seen you do that before when a fish is around. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, the fish comes in again. Same fish. Same fish. Okay. It's oh, a, yeah. It's the same fish. It came in and, I mean, it pretty much did the same thing. I mean, it showed itself. It followed again. Saw the damn thing. I'm like, I can't believe this. So then, out of the ordinary, I pick up my rod. I would agree. Okay. Okay. Because it's a big fish. Okay. And I want to catch this one. That one. I don't care that I just saw it. Okay. I I pulled out the secret weapon. Todd's had enough time with this fish that you felt, hey, it's up for grabs right now. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I, I threw out Mitch. You brought Mitch out. Yeah. Now, who had Mitch originally? I had Mitch on. I mean, but who... Was, wasn't that in Todd's possession last time? Mitch belongs to me. Todd. Okay, so... While Todd's messing with this big fish on, on two consecutive casts. Mitch is there. You, you're, you said, I, I am, am going to bird dog this fish from Todd. So you go into Todd's tackle box <laughs> to grab the holy grail, Mitch. No. Okay. Mitch jumps out of the tackle box. Mitch says, put me in, my leader. He's smiling. He's chomping at the bits he wants in that water. He, he wants unsnapped the other raptor. Yes. And just said, Threw it. Just get on the get bench. Get the hell out of here. Okay. I chuck it out. The fish... I, I couldn't believe it. The fish came in and followed Mitch. Did the same thing. I put it down deep. Did a turn. Nothing. If you guys were thinking, this fish has been around long enough. Figure eight the opposite directions. And when the fish doesn't know what to do, two raptors across the back. Yeah. There you'll be yeah. like old school tuna fishing. <laughs> yeah. 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 But the th it was a big fish. It was... 
It it followed three times. It came back three times. Okay. I mean, it 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 it, it was awesome. You know, it, it it rejuvenated us. You know, I mean, we were like, man, this is okay. I there's this button on this new Tarova and this key fob thing. It's called Anchor. Okay. Yes, there's an anchor button. So I hit anchor. Okay. And it keeps me on that spot within twenty feet. Yes. I mean, and it's adjusting speeds and, and twisting and turning. It's nice. It's very nice. Mm. You know, so it, it kept us on that spot. We must have casted for... I've never, ever done that, really, tried to work an area. Where... <laughs> yeah. I've ne- I was like, I've never, ever done that. I, I was looking at Todd. I was like, I, that's what I said. I was like, I've never, ever just stopped and tried to cast for a fish like this. And about, like, we took probably about... 20 more casts total, and then I was like, let's get the hell out of here. What the hell are we well, doing? Well, see, that, that, that's the difference. You should have called me up. I could have gave you pointers. <laughs> when I see a fish in my waters, that literally might be the only fish we see all day. <laughs> so you beat it until the fish says, screw this, I'm out of here. Yeah. So we, we, we did that. It didn't show again, but I mean, three back-to-back-to-back follows like that with that same mentality that that fish was was showing us i mean i could i couldn't believe that it didn't hit mm-hmm. i mean it was it was it was strange but i mean it was strange okay yeah you know we 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 had we had fun we were hooting and hollering yeah yeah i mean was it what, what do you think about that todd i mean did you you yeah. you fish a lot more up there than yeah i mean that fish was acting really weird i mean at one point like it was when it was following there that thing came came up <laughs> you know th- there was three or four times i was like okay he's he, he got, he got it <laughs> and he would charge the bait but it never it just it just wouldn't open its mouth and then i did a little figure eight i was doing more circles and stuff i was just stopping and jerking it because you know just jerking the raptor and I would think he was gone, and I'd be like, oh, there he is. I mean, that first time, he was there for a while. I mean, Vance literally was just standing there right. looking at first. He's like, get him, get him, get him, get him. <laughs> he, so I'm like, he could have taken three casts in the time that it was so oh Numerous times, numerous times I thought he was going to grab He charged the bait. One time he charges the bait and turns completely sideways. Yeah. And like, like goes past, past the bait and like rubs his belly against it. Like. Very, just acting really weird. But so by sideways, you mean he kind of wants to go in the direction of belly up, not turning yeah, ninety he degrees. To the, he, he turned to the side instead of. So so he his, his back tail is now like a whale. It, it goes yeah, up and down. Yeah, okay. Exactly. He turned completely sideways and was right there. Full, and he went it it like past the bait and and then it went out. It went out past the bait and then came back under, like, like under the boat or something. And uh, I was like, man, that thing is... And then it came it came back a couple times. And then I, I, I didn't see it. Last I saw it, it was sort of went out towards the front of the boat. And I pulled the bait out of the water and I just give it a little pitch. And as I'm pitching it, I see the fish heading in that direction. And I took a couple... I took like two jerks and instantly I I saw the body come right back again. And I was, that's when Vance was like, you know, when I said, he, there he is again. He's coming again. He did it again. Then he did go under the boat and we sort of drifted a little bit and Vance had him come up on the back side of the boat. But yeah, just acting weird. And we saw some really weird, I didn't, I didn't have any more follows Vance had. 
he was just casting. He's like, did, did you see that? And he said that the you said the the fish was like had his head, the one with his eyeball like leaned up against the raptor. Yeah, it was. It put its head right next to the bait. Okay, I gave it a little twitch. It just like kind of was staring at it. I could have went across its face, I guess. No, yeah, not, in yeah. hindsight, I, w- I could have ripped his, his, half his face off. But that happened. And then the one, I brought it right to the boat and paused it. It was behind it. And I was like, I just paused it. it I, I watched the thing just open its mouth so slowly. And saw the whites of his mouth, saw his teeth and everything. Close his mouth. And swim under the, bay, swim under the boat. That fish must have been on a diet, mm-hmm. and it was just saying, you know, "I want that cupcake so bad, but I I, I can't." <laughs> I, I, he he probably, you know, wanted a different color. He didn't want Mitch. He probably I kept saying that these these fish are reading the writing on the back of this. He probably already saw. He, he probably he was like, listens- wait a minute, that's Mitch. <laughs> he listens to the podcast. Yeah, he listens to the podcast. <laughs> And we had we had a couple couple other follows like that, and I think we had we had about a half hour of light left, and I was like, you know, let's just spin around and pound that spot one more time. We spun around. Todd had a fish on. Looked like a good one, but that got off. Yeah, and that was the end. Yeah, never saw it. Set the hook, and it was one of those deals that just nothing. Nothing happening. Couple head shakes, a lot of weight, and it, it just come off right away. Yeah. But that was Monday. That was Monday. That was Monday. Weather changed majorly for Tuesday, calling for major rain. We got a little bit of a late start. I was doing stuff around camp, and uh, what time we get out vamp? I think around eleven. Yeah. Bright and early, crack of dawn. It, yeah. It was. Yeah. I had. I was winterizing stuff and. Got into more of a debacle there than I wanted to, but that always happens. Uh, yeah, I got out around 11. Nice. Just the perfect musky day, you know, just uh, cold weather. Rainy, cold, windy. Rain. The typical musky day you read about when you go out and you catch nothing. <laughs> hey, that's musky right. fishing, though. You don't catch them every time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had a long. Yeah. We, 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 we fished hard. I mean, this is potentially my. You know, my last trip was probably with, I mean, we keep saying that, but the weather's been so nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we still have 51, 52 degree water temps. It's crazy. Uh, there's just, a lot of times there's snow on the ground by now, and, and it's, you know, just, uh, you know, more into the hunting gear. But the weather's still been nice. Mm. It's hard. Vance had a little one follow. And we and then you know we we went on a ways had another follow Vance had another follow you know he said it was a nice fish yeah I had, nicer fish they were all they were they all seemed lethargic they yeah were just coming up and just not even opening their mouths at the bait but they're right on it I mean you gotta be kidding me I can't believe that fish didn't hit I, so I turned to Todd and said that I mean it was like a low forties sometimes if you shake your fist at them mm-hmm. it'll straighten them around oh yeah okay. I'll put a raptor in their mouth. That'll straighten them up. But it does. So <laughs> it gets them going. It was just yeah. a, it, it it was just brutal. And you're out there, and it's freezing, and you're wet, and, and and you're forcing it. You're like, this is the last trip, and you're and you're like, I want this oh, yeah. one to be good. Yeah. So 
you, you tend to force things a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my, my back has had enough, had had enough mm -hmm. uh, for the season. I just, it was getting harder and harder to close the bait. I just, oh, I thought it was lifting all those fish that you've caught. Well, it was just the season, I guess, because it's just, yeah. Mm. I, I, you know, it was getting harder and harder to throw. Yeah, so I think we have another one. Well, I, yeah, I, I had another one. I mean, at one point I was jerking, jerking the bait, and, uh, you know, I just, I didn't feel a hit, didn't feel anything, but I, you know, the bait sort of just come up towards the surface, and all these minnows skipped. It was, it was like like 15 feet from the boat, and I just had this feeling, and like I said, something. For some reason, the bait popped up. You know, I bam bam, I gave it about three hard jerks. Sure enough, got it to the boat, snapped it. Boom! Fish just did like a roll on roll on the bait. I think that's what happened. That fish just sort of rolled at it and uh, pushed the know, water made, up. Made the undercurrent you know, that brought him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all of a sudden the bait just—I knew something something early happened. But I was like, what the heck was that? You know, and then, but I kind of figured what it was. And yeah, that fish didn't hit either. Yeah. I mean, now we're now we're down to the end. I mean, it's like we're both ready to go. We're laying. I was. We were laying. We were sitting, standing, stretching, everything. I was laying there. I was like, "Come on!" This it's the is, final countdown. This is crazy. I can't believe this is happening. Todd, after that, after that fish came up, he was like, "I knew there was one there." Yeah. I just knew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they're just. They're. They're just. They're, they were just really acting weird. Vance was like, "We just got to get a fish." Yeah. And end this. You know, let's get out of the, let's get out of the weather. I'm ready to go home. You know, I got I got to haul stuff home, and and uh, we were on the last full stretch, and uh, both of us throw. And I had a I had that old beat up walleye on. A lot of guys have been listening, and they probably caught fish on that bait. Uh, and uh, way way out in my cast, maybe the first or second jerk. I get a, you know, I get the hit. I you saw, the you saw a fish though first. I saw a fish, like porpoise, yeah, swimming with its head out of the water. Yeah, yeah, this fish came up the surface out of the water, tail, you know, you see the dorsal fin. It was a big let me, fish. Let me, let me, let me interrupt you quickly. Yeah. Uh, so as you know, this is a tough day, and we just want to fish at this point. And Todd's like, there's one right there. And I was like, I, was, I had this relief. I was like, yes. I can go home. We can, this is it. We, we're going to end the season on a fish. But it was swimming. Oh. Out, it wasn't on the line. I looked at his bait. I was like, what's he talking about? He's like, there it is out there. It's right there. 20 feet away. I was like, what? That, did damn you, it. Did you bust the end of your rod, sharpen it, and launch it like a harpoon? <laughs> no. I was ready to go, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Todd continues. Sorry about that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, 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 you know, we launched the bait. I tossed one out there, feel the hit, quick strike. I set the hook. I just get a little feel of the fish. The the, the whole hook set goes goes limp. You know, I finish it off, and um, you know, I'm all the way in the back of the hook set, and there's nothing there. That you know, I, I felt the fish. Just for a second, or, you know, millisecond. Felt it when I set the hook; it was gone. I get to the back sweep. I'm like, just get ready to like, dang it! And the line, my rod just 
the, 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 this thing just takes off. I'm standing in the back, back of uh, Vance's boat, and I, I cast it straight out. And when I, like I said, I got to the back of the hook set, and the line just starts going. And I, I spin around, and I point at it, and the line is, is just flying off of the reel. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's headed up way out in front of Vance. Mm-hmm. And then that's what I said, got him! And yeah, I, I look back over. at him. Yeah, I look back at Todd. He's standing at the back of the boat, holding his fish. The rod's bent. The line's clear up to the bow. And just was it about to like trip buried, line you? And just buried. And that's when he says he's just like got him. He's gonna... I said, yeah, I mean, it took it, it, they fish covered a lot of crowd before I said got him. Yeah, and it was peeling line. So I run. I'm in the back of the boat. I mean, at this point, it's going to take the line's going to take Vance's head off. <laughs> so I run up front, and I, I run up there, and he's like, "Hey, come on up!" Come on up! I got to ask, were you out of breath? Because it's like a floating acre in his boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a wave. I mean, it's like a wave, but it's nice and open. I just ran right up front. You know, no windshield, nothing in the way. On one level. So I, I run up there. I'm standing beside Vance. And the line is just peeling. And I said, Vance, it's, it's, it's got to be followed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing takes lines. Like, you know, I've got lots of muskies. They, they don't take lines like this. Oh, yeah. Well, it could have been that bluefin tune I released in there last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, sure enough, uh, we see the fish come up to the surface and... Uh, well, we see the tail of the fish come up to the surface, and the raptor is laying back by its dorsal fin, and uh, one hook in it, one what one one little hook in it. Okay. And then, uh, and then from there, uh, Vance can. Yeah. So you go ahead and finish off the story. Okay. So the fish is three hundred <laughs> yards out. <laughs> the fish is the fish is pretty far out, but we see the tail. I'm like, whoa, that's a nice fish. You start up the Verado. And chase it? No. Okay. So I reached out. I'm like, I'm gonna chase this thing, right? <laughs> like, I'm like, I, I'm like, Todd, I, I, we should, we should you, go. You like, you ask permission right? to chase yeah, it. Like, oh, he's like, he's like, yeah, go after it. You know, just, he was. You have to baby him at that point. You know, I mean, you, you don't want that that hook to come flying out of the. Not when you're after one fish. Not when you're yeah. after one fish. The fish that is going to end the trip and get us out of the cold. Okay. So I reached down to my key fob thing, and I just tried, I, I watched Todd's line, and I'm, I'm ducking down, I'm crouching down, I'm up, I'm down, I'm over, I'm on the bow, I get up on, on the top triangle, trying mm-hmm. to chase this thing, and I'm doing it with my, I have the net in one hand, and I'm, I'm, I have it extended, and I'm trying to play with this key fob thing, and I'm like, uh, and I'm keeping the net kind of ready out of the way, out of the boat. Well, okay. it's, when I'm chasing this thing, I have to, I have to turn the motor up decent amount to get to this fish. I would have just hit this jackrabbit button. I would have slammed that thing on there and just run it on 10. Uh, I don't know. I see. I don't know all the buttons yet, but okay. when I was doing that, the, the net was hitting the water. Okay. And I'm kind of, it's kind of like, I, it, the, the it Lambo knocked me field out of my, net. yeah, it knocked me out of my senses. So it's pulling back and I'm trying to pull it out of the water while I'm doing that. I'm like Jack and Todd in the side. Oh, I thought a muskie. I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and I keep hitting him with the butt end of this net. I did it like twice, and I'm trying to follow this fish. Well, every time we would get up to this fish, it would just peel 
even more. It would see that boat and it would just kick that tail like crazy and just take off. And Todd's sitting there and he's it, the one run it did. I mean, it must have took off. Like, were you at your backing? Mm-mm. No, 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 no. But okay. he does, no. he looks. I mean, the the one the one run it took took on him. He's like, this thing's gonna spool me. I mean, it was it, it just took a a huge run. It went completely ninety degrees from the direction we were going. So I had to twist and and we we went and. And, and followed up to it. I mean, we must have got up to it four times, and it just kept doing those runs, runs, runs. So it's unbelievable the power of those fish when you get them now, when w- they want to w- swim. Was it there following more. like the weed edge, or did it go out deep? It went it, it, all it, it, over it went the place. In the weed. Yeah, and I mean, it, a couple times it went deep, a couple times it stayed up high. But as soon as we get, I mean, I obviously, I, I, this is not the first time this has ever happened, and I, you know, advanced already probably knew but you know i was like we need to i need to get back behind this fish you know i need to get this fish beyond you mm-hmm. and then and then just let it swim it, forward into the net stick the net in the water and i'll release the pressure and it'll win the net i mean i've done this many times absolutely but, uh, uh eventually this, this one just did not every time we got it just to the point it was just like, screw you guys. And it would just go... Yeah. <laughs> just take all the line out. Hysterical. And I can tell there's like one little hook just in the skin. And like like one, one hook point inside of a scale? Like it, it just pricked the scale? I mean, it's, it is like ever so slightly in that. Okay, yeah. it just... It's, it's like drawing blood. They just went barely in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I, I hate, you know, when they're doing this whole time, I'm thinking, this thing's going to get tired. You know, I don't want to rip a big hole in them. Yeah. Uh, you know, stuff like that. So I do, you know, I had to drag back off some. But, you know, I, 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 had, you know, I, I wasn't given no, no drag. But, uh, yeah. So it went on. Yeah. It, it did its four nice runs. And uh, I think we got it after that last long one. We, and yeah. Now Vance was really on the motor, like, ooh, yeah. we're like dry, we, dry we kind of we kind of passed it up. We kind of passed it up. Todd walked to the back. It kind of went vertical to make another dive straight down, and I I stuck that net deep down in there, and scooped it, and kind of fell down the the entire. <laughs> he did it. He slid across the floor to try to get it. I did. And I can't I got see it. it at this point. Yeah. I was like, did you get it? And he's like, I got it. I got, I got it. it. <laughs> Stabilized the net. And it was like, okay. I'm going turn, down. Turn the, turn the motor off. And when it was yeah. in the net, it was, I mean, it was, it, it's a dandy fish. It, it was big. I mean, we, the hook came right out. It, the fish was absolutely fine. Uh, I have a picture of it here to, Show Andy. I don't know if you saw this picture yet. No, I, I purposely told everyone I don't want to hear anything about. Todd, you Todd picked it up, put it on the bump board. How long did it measure? It was forty-six and a half. Of course, you have to beat me. Of course, <laughs> we were talking about that. <laughs> we didn't mean to. I didn't mean that was not. I would have been happy if that fish was nice. Thirty-six. Yeah. <laughs> nice but, fish. Uh, Biggest fish in that boat. Yeah, Todd holds the record in the new boat. Nice. Of course. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Everything that I've done great in my life, Todd's done better. <laughs> <laughs> he beat you by an inch and a half. An inch and a half. Inch and a half. I'm much older than you. I don't, that fish didn't weigh 30 pounds, though. No, it didn't. It was nice, but... It probably weighed 31 and a half. 
We got a video of it. The fish kicked off fine. It was it was a great end of the day. We we, we just sat there and we're like, okay, I am done. We got off the lake and that and that was it with, with that. I mean, um, it was my last. Uh, that's why I said that. So I, I ended it. That was my last cast on the lake. Maybe. And, and the, well, yeah, I know, you know, but that, I'm, that's the plan. But uh, we, uh, I opened up the box today because it was raining so much, everything was all wet. Opened the box, there's that walleye looking there. And there, there's two scales still stuck on the hook. I mean, I literally Keep them there. took the bait off, put it in, and we went. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's still two scales on the hook of the bait. <laughs> nice. I, uh, I I had a kind of related story when, when I asked if you guys if that fish went out deep but you guys said it went in the weeds it, it brought back this memory it was early in my musky fishing career I was on Eric's bass boat we were in a small lake here and we were in some slop like three to four foot deep slop you know but it was like open but then it like bog weed and an open area I mean it was enough you could work cast through it yeah and uh my my wife was in the boat too. She she wanted to catch a bass, and Eric was a bass guy. So us all three of us were in his bass boat, and I was you know I'm the odd one out. I'm throwing musky baits, and I had a bucktail on. This was early in my career, and uh, you don't have to be embarrassed about I, throwing I, I a bucktail. I, I am. I'm a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> but anyways, I, I had a bucktail on, and I uh, lobbed a huge heaving cast way out there. And like a professional that I am, I backlashed, okay? So here I am, bait hits the water. I'm picking out this backlash. And, and like, it's, it's a musky backlash. It takes four seconds max to, to get it out. But that bucktail's at the bottom. That bucktail's at the bottom. So <laughs> what I did was this. I reeled up the slack, and I did the biggest heaving hook set I could ever do. I'm like, I'm going to rip this Just... thing out. I'm not going to waste this cast. This cast was important to me. I wanted to rip it as hard as I could. <laughs> To break it free from the weeds and hope that the hooks come in clean. I set this hook. And look cool. Yeah, it would have looked off. I mean, everyone looked at me. Because you were like, oh standing there with a backlash of bird's nest. And... Bird nest. And I said, "This, I'm going to redeem myself here. Yeah. I'm going to look like Kevin Van Dam setting a hook set on a, when he's jigging. <laughs> where those guys wind up. Yeah. I hammer this hook set. I do that. My line shoots off to the side. <laughs> like, like, gone. Fifth gear instantly. I'm like, oh my God. And I set the hook again. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> Eric. This actually worked. <laughs> I got one. And, you know, I was early in the career to where I didn't, I don't, I didn't catch many, you know. And he goes, you've got to be kidding me. I said, look at this. And it's schooling me back and forth. And every time this fish takes off, it's heavier. I'm like, this thing's 40 pounds. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We get it to the boat. He goes, what is it? I said, I don't know. It collected so many weeds on the line, you oh could my. not see what fish it was. Oh, there was a fish on it. There was a fish. And he goes, what's, what, what's this? I said, I don't know. So he's down on his belly on a bass boat, which is in the, in the front platform. It's not that big of a lip mm -hmm. on the edge. He's ripping weeds off. I mean, he would have filled a bushel sack full of weeds. Wow. And inside there is like a 30-pound carp. Oh my god! <laughs> I happened to just rip the weeds out at the same time this carp was there. Snagging a carp is a, hard because their, their scales are like armor. Yeah, 
I buried it into it. <laughs> and that poor carp. He was just chilling. He was. And you ruined him. I he ruined his he head. He thought that spinner to the bottom. He just swam over like, oh, what's up? <laughs> He's like, do you want a picture with this? And I said, yes. <laughs> he reaches over the side of the boat. And he like gets his arms underneath it. <laughs> It up, slime dripping everywhere. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> he said, "This thing stinks and drops." It. So he didn't even get a picture. No, he's all ruined. Oh jeez. So, needless to say, I didn't get a picture with that carp. Oh, it ruined his clothes. <laughs> It stunk. It stunk like roadkill. It could have been all the weeds. Damn musky fisherman. But that's what that reminded me of. You can't catch a carp on a bucktail. I mean, those rip right through its... No, but what you got to do is you just got to cast out there and just set the hook on. You got to let it sink to the bottom. You do. Oh, my God. And uh, That's hysterical. I haven't told that story in a long time. I forgot how funny it was. You didn't get a picture. No. I said, do you want a picture? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just like a fork truck trying to pick up this big slide. He screw it and drops it. Oh, my it. gosh. That's hysterical. <laughs> oh. That I mean, that line just took off sideways. I'm like, I, I got one. I got one. <laughs> it's a little disappointing, but at the same time, I never had so much weight. Were you on. were you out? Were you rigged up for musky? Did you have a musky rod? Or yeah, like, I had a musky rod. I was I was. No. I mean, how else? I you know I had the eighty pound line and yeah, it was just collecting so many weeds. Yeah, and I it, so so for so for a while you're thinking, I got this figured out now. Oh, oh yeah, I was. I'm just sitting there, I'm like... Fish. I know how to catch these fish. Yeah. I, I immediately thought, I'm like, I'm going to be on the cover musky hunter with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, you probably should have... You could have been on home and garden with all the freaking lilies oh and everything you pulled out there. I, 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 a biologist would have paid me because I would have done a day's worth of weed collecting. <laughs> Every species. It, yeah. was, it was nuts. Oh my God. But, so... Good stuff. That's hysterical. Those fish are tough when you when you catch when you when you foul them. Oh gosh! I fouled them. I have too. I mean, and they, you know, like if I this season I I fouled up to a forty two, right in the back, just like mm -hmm. the story me and Todd experienced, and the thing just dogged me. I was like in squat position, mm -hmm. holding the rod. It was like deep sea fishing. The whole, yep. the whole thing was bent down. The tip was in the water. I was I was holding on. It was peeling drag. Yeah, I had a buddy fishing with me. He was all excited. You know, it it was a forty-two, but I mean, those things are strong. With their mouth, when they're, they're facing the way they want to go, not getting pulled, mm -hmm. forget about it. They they can go from first to fifth immediately. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, like when that fish took off on me, I had my drag normal drag set, and I don't. There's there's probably been two or three fish that I hooked this whole season that took any drag. And none of them took that much. Yeah. You know. And, you know, th there was a few of those fish that were bigger than that one. But, uh, you know, it, it took way more. And that's just, 
know. The weight. When they get their head forward and their mouth is shut and they take off, yeah, they can pull. <laughs> they they really got that hard. big tail. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. fast. Yeah. That's crazy. I went out fishing Look. again today. Yeah, how'd you do? Oh, yeah. I got four. Wow, that sucks. Um, <laughs> two low 40s. That even sucks even more. And two mid-30s. But there was a fifth one. And it, it was an interesting hook set. Okay. Um, I'm hitting up all the same spots. Mm-hmm. It's... It's no secrets. Go time. The cat's out of the bag. Yeah, let's go. Okay. I want to. I want to. I want my best opportunity here. There's not much time left. Uh, it started off. It was a. Fr- it was freezing. It was absolutely freezing. I st- I fished from like eleven until about quarter till five. Um. And this one fish, uh, I was jerking, and I was going a little bit slower than I usually do. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm going to see what this does. Nothing, you know, I'm going to see if they, because they were, they were all hitting the pause. So I was really pausing it there. I pause this thing about 20 feet from the boat and I can see Mm -hmm. it's pretty, it's flat at this, this, this point, the weather disappeared, the sun came out, everything kind of rose. It was bright and sunny. So I could see into these weeds and the fish comes up vertically, you know, with this gills facing me. Mm Mm-hmm. Just staring at this bait, like. Is it kind of like the poster of Jaws, where the fish is exactly. straight up and down? Yeah. Okay. If you okay, and he's staring at this thing. I mean, this happens in in seconds, but he's staring at it. I'm like, oh, and I, I just keep it paused there. I give it a little, a little, 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 just tap. Just the slightest little. Twitch. Just a movement. It opens its mouth. Okay, and it it goes after the bait. Okay. I shouldn't have tapped it. It moved the bait. The thing was going after it. It it shook, and I hooked it in the corner of its cheek. Okay. With, like, the back treble. The thing comes immediately up out of the water. It continues to go up. It jumps. I reel in the slack. This is really slacky at this point because I'm paused. Mm-hmm. And it jumps. It's got this thing in the side of its mouth. It falls, it goes down a little bit, it comes immediately back up. At this point, it's about three feet from my boat. And this, I'm staring at eight points of treble hook coming like directly at me. It's at my, my like same level. Okay. I stuck my foot out. Okay. And the fish ran into my foot and got off. You kicked <laughs> the fish off. I thought, new boat, new paint, this ain't happening. It was coming at the boat with this thing, with the treble hook. It just it was gonna slam right into the side of my boat. Oh, I was gonna say if it was coming in and you blocked it, I did. I kicked the damn thing. I mean, but like from jumping in the boat, it was it it, it was his head would have like kind of hit off the gunnel. It okay, was, it was coming. It, it was that close. So he yeah he he didn't quite give it enough guff to get up and in. But this was a this was like a. It was the same size for you know low forties yeah. fish. It was a nicer fish. I knew I had a terrible hook set on it. I knew that thing was coming off, and in the second jump that it was taken, it was coming into my boat. I blocked the damn thing. I stuck my leg out, blocked it. You took and one it, for your boat, and it for in, in the lure the lure went swinging to the right out in safety's way, and the boat and the fish just went underneath and just 
Like, it was going to either run into my foot or it was going to run into my boat. Well, what I don't know happen- why. I, I have no idea why I didn't just try and to catch the fish. My instinct, I was so close to my gunnel, I stuck my, my leg out. I don't know why my body, my mind said, stick your Protect foot out. Protect the boat. I have no idea. For king and country. But I knew it was a ter- I knew as soon as it was hooked, I was like, this is terrible. This fish is going get, to get off. And then I'm like, oh my God, here it comes. Boom. Foot out. Rubber sole. That fish the knew. The slime stayed on the fish and he kept his cheek. That if, if it became prey, it should become predator and come after you. Oh, that's fine. I'll kick him again. The fish was fine. That was, that, that was it. And then it what would have happened if that was me? That front treble would have hooked into my toe. <laughs> with, the, with the back treble still in his face, he would have pulled me over to the briny deep. <laughs> and you would have... No one would have known. You're supposed except, to have... Except for the fact that you'd hit anchor yeah. on your there high you pilot go. on the way down as the only thing. You would have been standing about seven foot of water. Well, I'm not seven foot tall. You, you could have climbed up. Maybe. Maybe. If he didn't pull on you. He would have wrapped me up in the closed. weeds like I did that carp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that happened. It, it, that, was, that was an experience. Todd, do you ever kick a muskie? Oh, I, you, I, we, at different times, we've had some crazy... I've had him bounce off my windshield. <laughs> a windshield? When I was standing up front and like stick my foot out and knock him back in the water. Yeah, I guess I'm yeah. the only one in the group that hasn't kicked a muskie. I mean, yeah. it was coming. It was gonna. It was going like 90 miles an hour into my boat. Well, you did what you had to do. I've no. I mean, it was. It, I think the the boot was a safer route. I mean, you're talking rubber soles. Rather, if you didn't want your paint to get scratched, my paint. And that friggin' bait was coming with all the treble hooks because it was a light hook. I'm gonna tell you it was what. crazy. It was cool to see the it thing. Been a the, really it was cool, cool to see the thing come up vertically, like that jaws, and just kind of stare at it, like catatonic. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you could have had like a really cool, like musky slime, yeah. dry mark on the side of your boat with a ton of raptor scratches. You know, you know what you gotta do? It's a brand new boat. You gotta, you gotta protect that. You gotta protect that spot. Say, this is where the, the muskie rammed my boat. I could, uh, yeah, it could be a big mythical story. But then later, later in the day, there I uh, was playing with daylight. I was casting at the end of the day, and I, I was like, go ahead and make me stay out here past, you know, mm-hmm. past dark. Mm-hmm. I was like, I dare you. I took like three more casts, and I got a forty. So you, that was that was the forty was number four. Or was that number five? Number four. Okay, so you had yeah. three. Then I you had kicked th- the one three, in the face. I kicked the one, and then I went to a, a final spot for like t- ten minutes. And and then you, you ended it? Yeah. Okay, cool. That was it. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. Your boat, your new boat, has had more muskies in it than my boat has all year. And you've got your boat, you've been with it like six trips? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fun it's good i'm kind of getting the hang of it it's, i i like the boat a lot i mean I, I do we were we were driving in in that rain though i mean i was up on plane i couldn't see a damn thing those things that, that when you're <laughs> i was just my That's eyes not were what you closed. told todd when he was sitting there was it oh he saw me he turned well, he I, turned his face I was, away i was facing him because i was like i don't know how you can see because it's 
in the rain. Hurt your eyeballs. <laughs> I was, we were going. You can't keep your eyes open. I pulled my hat down over my face. <laughs> and I turned around the van and said, it doesn't hurt as much like this. <laughs> you should carry a snowmobile helmet with you on those, those days. Oh, yeah. You, he, you he need glasses on. You need glasses on. <laughs> I had my... Uh, my girlfriend out with me. She wrapped an entire uh, rain jacket around her face when we were moving. That's one way of doing it. I, I mean, I don't know. You know, I just like the tiller. I don't know why. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's they like, all have their strengths and weaknesses. I, I like that. I love the windshield. I just you can't have them. When both. it's a hundred degrees next August. Yeah, and I'm coming in at yeah. night and there's bugs everywhere, it's gonna hurt like Just a open bitch. your mouth. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> and there's when I was in my old boat and I was driving, those bugs would hit me. I'm like it, you know, it's like dark and I have to keep my sunglasses on. So one of those things hits you in the eye, and who knows what, what's gonna happen. Get a get a cheap pair of clear safety glasses. Thank God for power steering. Yeah. You know. Good lord. At the, at the speed you're going now, I said to Vance, one of them uh, dragonflies or something hits you in the face, it's going to be embedded right in your... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You hit, it'll be like, hey, is that a new tattoo? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you hit a June bug, it'll be like a golf ball hitting you. Oh, oh. God. It's a <laughs> it could knock you out. That's, that's, uh, it's scary. Put 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 your tether on. I, I'm a, if it, You see me driving there, I'm always like jaw clenched, just waiting to get cracked. What would it take to put a helmet on? I'm not doing that. That's more. That clutters the boat. Oh geez, we just lost Todd. We'll get him back. We're getting him back. Don't worry. He'll probably call. Maybe he won't. I'm calling him. All right. This has been a long time since we had a, a glitch like this. I know. Twentieth podcast. It is. Yeah. Hey, it dropped me. I. Uh, Okay. You're I, back. You're back. Okay. We're we're all on board. Yeah, so while you're gone, we, we discussed uh <laughs> yeah. our politics, world peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, so that that was That was um, our fish that was, that was a fish. really long fishing That was a we got a, yeah. we got a good couple I, I got a really good belly laugh. Ow, ow. yeah, oh god, those were fun. that was good. I, I it's been a long time since I had tears come out of my eyes laughing. I know. That was <laughs> we were we were running we were knee slapping over here. Um, I don't know how that's gonna sound on the other side, but I hope people are laughing. If yeah. not, they'll be laughing at us. Yeah. I'm stupid, but yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to. Have we got to answer some? We questions? we yeah we got some questions here, and this is from a guy who emailed us. He's he's new. He likes the podcast, and this is our viewer listener interaction. Not really a viewer. Unless you're just staring at the cover art on your computer. So this guy emailed you. This guy emailed me. We were back and forth. And uh, all right, I'm gonna read question number one. I I've already stopped the podcast once. This last section has been 48 minutes. I don't know how long the first one is. Was I couldn't tell you. Right. I don't know. We're going long. Yeah. Um. Question one. I am going to read this verbatim. Okay. It verbatim. says. Do you keep a fishing log with information about the day, weather, conditions, location, water clarity, lures used, etc.? If so, how long have you been doing it, and do you feel like it was a worthy investment of time? Well, I can tell you this. I'll answer first. Okay. No. Todd? What's your answer? (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I, I used to. Okay. Vance? No. Okay. Now, Todd, you do keep a slight kind of a catch journal. Yes, yes. I, I just keep a catch journal. When I was a kid, you know, I have written down my first one, 1977. Uh, you know, what I caught it on wind direction. I kept that up. I have that book downstairs. You know, it has the first probably 250 muskies in it. And uh, I just got away from it. You know what I mean? It, it, it just got down to the point where it would be, you know, Canadian trip, you know, 1986, and there's just a bunch of numbers there of the fish we caught, you know, 38, 28, 41, 27, and, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I keep all my records of when we went fishing, uh, you know, like who I was with, I keep my records of who, who booked trips and which days we went since I've been guiding here, and, uh, you know, I can look back and cross-reference, because, you know, certain days you remember, but... Some people think they can get something out of it. I'll tell you what, I can't, uh, year to year, <laughs> everything just changes so much. I don't know. You know, as I've said before, the days, some days you really think you're going to get them, you catch nothing. Some days I'm not even looking forward to going out because we have a heck of a day. Uh, I don't, I, to me, I, I don't think a log ever really helped me, uh, pattern. In, pattern anything or you know you get excited about what happens one year and you think next year on the full moon i'm going to come here in september and do this again and uh yeah i can never really find that many constants yeah i i guess you know with my no it was i kind of tried to but i don't want to say i'm lazy but with as many short trips that i was doing mm-hmm. It was just, I was spending so much time doing so. I, I, I tried. Mm-hmm. I tried, but it, it failed within the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And pretty much what I can do is I can go on one of my home bodies of water. I might not be able to tell you the year. I could probably tell you the bait, an approximate time, just about where every muskie that I've caught or a person in my boat has caught. And... I don't know if, if a journal would, would help me. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some organized people that really like to do it. I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not saying that just because they are doing it that way that they're wasting their time. I'm sure some people really love it and they like going back. And I'm sure that in the middle of winter, yeah. it'd be neat to open it up and read some of it. Yeah. And uh, Years down the road. Like that book that Todd has. That would be awesome. Yeah, I if always I want to say, Todd, you're going to read a page or two every podcast. Or that, that, or even like generation after generation, you pick up Todd's book from back in the '70s and you pick us up and read it. It's just an awesome. Piece. You got to be very careful because it's like crumbly yeah. and dusty, and if you blow on it, it might lose some words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't even know the name of any of the baits. Right. You guys would. Paul Bunyan. Yeah, he had a blue ox. Super. Smooth. Paul Bunyan, yeah. Well, that's racist. I should I should do Paul Bunyan up the camp. Yeah, I saw Paul Bunyan. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I I keep a calendar. <clears throat> I have a calendar, and I go home, and I mark how many I caught. <laughs> Excuse me, how many I caught, and how many hours I fished. I can look back on that day and remember who I was with, 
the fish I caught uh, and all that stuff. But when I first started out, I was catching so little fish um, <laughs> that the calendar didn't get that, that the calendar didn't get filled in. It was more like <clears throat> you know we went up and we caught bass, we caught walleye this day, but through the calendar and through I really wasn't concentrated on moonrise moonset I still <laughs> not uh in all those days of fishing I just kind of got um rather than paying attention to that stuff I paid attention more to my confidence and my comfortability to be able to fish um rather than paying attention to previous trips and patterns that you may have patterns been trying to put together especially when you're catching so little you know if i went to a different lake i would do the same thing that i do at any lake now because i'm i'm more i'm more concentrated on what i'm comfortable with and what i'm confident with um and i think that that's what my fish log uh Kind of, it kind of transitioned into. Um, it, I think just about anyone who's listened to all the podcasts, <laughs> or at least most of the podcasts, literally almost every single fish that was caught casting from this group has practically been a raptor. Yeah, raptor, sloppy swimmer. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, you can say it was. It's a jerk bait. Yeah. I think, in terms of patterning fish, I mean it. it Besides the, the, the cool novelty idea, like I talked about the last time I talked, I think your best indication or where you should start the next time you go fishing should be what worked the time before. Yeah. And that, that's the way I approach it. And then over several years, you're going to say, oh, I tend at this time of year, just thinking back, I do really well on this style bait. Mm-hmm. And it could, it, it's literally self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we were throwing double tens, we'd probably be talking about catching all these fish on double tens. Mm-hmm. But it's practically the only bait we're throwing is raptors. Yeah. And, you know, I, I understand that anyone we, I, else... You know, caught, caught... When I first started out, I mean, the raptor's relatively new. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was fishing with other uh, Ladiano style, uh, Reef Hog style, of course, a bucktail. Mm-hmm. You know, some like a Rapala crankbait. Yep. Um, believers stuff like that i would catch them on and i would go back and i would write that in there Mm -hmm. and i would remember exactly the spot and i would remember the exact bait i was using and i would did you ever replicate it absolutely i mean like you went back to the exact spot with the exact bait and you caught a fish and i would be like i caught this fish here in june this one fish i got here in june i'm gonna go back up there even if it's a 10-mile run in a 9-8 horsepower rowboat, mm-hmm. I'm going to take the hour drive. I'm going to go up there and drive on the water, and I'm going to try to do that again. I would do that. Did it work? It did not work. But Did you feel cheated? I didn't feel cheated, but through my fish log, and the better I got at the the more fish I eventually got, That's rather than developing a pattern, I developed a confidence and a comfortability in fishing as a fisherman. That's what, ha- that's what my, where my fish log ended. I mean, started, started, but that's what I, that's what I drew most important from keeping mm-hmm. information down. Nice. I developed into the fisherman that I am today. Todd, do you have anything to add before I read the next one? No. Okay. Nope. We're good. 
Okay, I'm going to read one more question. We're going to answer that, and I'm going to say we got a podcast. Nice. All right. I didn't read this one's a pretty long one, so I'm going to read it verbatim, verbatim. and uh, we're going to just see how it comes out. Uh, I mainly fish streams and creeks because I enjoy moving water. I heard the term a fish's address used in another podcast to describe when a fish follows or shows his location. Do you feel that once you have an address, you can go back and target that fish over a season? Will a muskie generally stake out a home turf and use this area for an extended period of time? Um, now there's an A, A and B. If so, do they generally stay in this area for a majority of the season? B, I would think this question is is really relevant to a creek system, but would this apply to a lake that you are fishing? I imagine that it would depend on the forage of the lake and generally where they follow the food in the lake system. Okay, we've, we've hit on this one. And Todd is probably really good at talking about it with his little river. Todd, do you want to hit this one first? Yeah, I mean, I, de- I definitely think, you know, they, they, you know, especially in the river systems, you know, once you, uh, once you locate some of those fish, they, they're, they're, you know, they really don't have any, have anywhere to go or any need to. Uh, I see a lot of those fish. Now, I will say this: a lot, sometimes after you catch them, uh, you don't don't see them anymore. But uh, you know, I think in the river fishing, by all means, when you find the, some of those areas. They're holding fish. You know, I can go back to those same areas from 30 years ago, and you go back to that same hole, and there's something about that area that's holding, holding, holding the fish. And I can almost precisely say, okay, if there's one here, this is where it's going to come out. And it still happens now once you find those little sweet spots in those rivers, you know, whether it be a rock, uh, uh, you know, just a little bit of backwater there, you know, a little bit of the small eddy. You know, they do hold in those same spots, you know, by all means. I think that's what makes me think that the river fishing, you know, in the long run, uh, it, it can be the easiest. It might not hold the most muskies. It might not, uh, you know, have the big population. You might have to do a lot of traveling to get there. But, uh, you know, once you find them, uh, you know, once you find those little spots, I catch them now in the same exact spots that I've always been catching them. And lakes the same way, you know, there's been a lot of studies done. You can read up from some of that stuff on the computer. A lot of those fish have a home range. You know, there was years ago, they, it was on the computer. You know, I saw it a long time ago, read all about it, and I, I you know, I, I cannot find it anymore. There's so much information on there. But, you know, they had a big female tagged in uh, Chautauqua Lake. Uh, when they tagged it, it was 40-some pounds uh, and in, in the spring when it had the eggs. And uh, uh, after they released that fish, back in the water. I mean, they showed where that fish was. That fish, now, relative to a lake that's 17 miles long, that fish really never left. One little square mile uh, that stayed there all the time. There was hundreds of dots of where they located that fish. There was another study done on, on Pewaukee Lake, which is only in Wisconsin. Uh, you know, it, it's only like three, like 3,000 acres or something. It, and it's got sort of a north basin, deep, deeper water, south basin. And uh, a lot of those fish never went from side to side. You know, they stayed They stayed in that same area. Now, their area is a lot larger. You know, some of them are roaming out into the open water, back into the shallows, things like that. But, you know, I don't think these fish move around a whole bunch. Now, Great Lakes fish is a different story. But, you know, the fish that this fellow would be talking about are our fish that we deal with. You know, they... I. 
definitely think they have home ranges. <laughs> yeah. What about? I mean, and you know the you caught a you know the that that one like fifty two or whatever you caught it in the uh, fall one year and then. You caught it early season, then you caught it. Yeah. You caught it late season, then early. Late season, then yeah. early season, and you said yeah. that it was how far off from your your waypoint? Probably like seventy five yards. You know. Yeah. Out in the middle of nowhere, you're like out in the middle of the lake, and it was you know, I mean, it was hundred percent the same same fish. I was headed towards my icon, and that's out in the middle of open water. Mm-hmm. Uh, once in September, and the next year in June. Mm-hmm. Uh, both times trolling. You know, I think a lot of those fish are that way. Yeah. We've recaught quite a few fish this year. You know, we talk about all these fish that we're catching. I definitely recognize some of these fish. I'm not saying a very high percentage of them, but a few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, uh, that, that we catch and like, hey, we don't have to measure him. I know he's 39. We caught him last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. of a big scar or something, but... Uh, there yeah. are there are some like I'm gonna to add to that a little bit. There are some bodies of water, and 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 the, and the fellow that that sent this to me, he's he's fairly local, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know he you know obviously he asked me not to say some of the locations because he put locations down, and I wouldn't do that anyway. But some of those locations, like you know, I've heard studies that the home range is a hundred acres, you know, and like what Todd just said with that one in Chautauqua. It had like a 700-acre range if it was within a square mile. Mm. Uh, I, I think that there's there's a relative to the size of the body of the water. I'm not saying that if you're on a 100-acre lake, it's going to stay on one acre. But literally, it, it kind of can throw stuff out the window. Like, well, if it has a 100-acre home range and you're on a 100-acre lake, more or less it's saying that it's in the lake. Mm-hmm. You know, so and, and some of the streams and stuff, I, I'm sure that there's a home range, but... <clears throat> Based on the the water size that he talked about, that that could be a stretch of creek three or four miles long. Yeah, that fish could stay behind the same rock or the same log or the same weed as long as it's there all year long. Mm-hmm. But if my impression is, if you find a spot where a fish is holding, it might not be the same fish, but there's a good chance there's going to be a fish there. Mm-hmm. So look it, for those spots. Look, find those spots. Yeah. Keep them under your hat and go. And I guess I, I, I lied. I'm going to do one more question because it kind of fits in with this other question, the, the question above. He, he has probably six or seven questions. We're going to end on number three. I promise this time. And uh, I'm going to read it. Here we go. On a given day, I might have anywhere from one to ten hours to fish. That's a big range of hours. That is. Uh, depending on family responsibilities. If you go to a stream system to fish and take a standard and you take a standard run, riffle, pull, how much time would you dedicate to that single run, riffle, or pull? Generally, in trout fishing, your presentation is going to be your, your first presentation is going to be your best. But I have a feeling like, feeling like a muskie, I have a feeling that a muskie is a different animal. So how much time would you dedicate to a section of stream? Do you work it hard with different baits from different multiple angles? Would you switch from a jerkbait, bucktail, topwater, soft plastic, what type of stream baits do you generally have the most success with on a stream system? Try Mitch. Try Mitch, yeah. <laughs> um, I do a lot of bank yanking. Todd does the second most bank yanking. I can't even define the thing correctly. No. Vance, don't even talk. Yeah. Um, 
I once you like I ended that number two question, I'm gonna start off with number three. Once you find those spots, go back there and you just I probably it depends on on, on where I'm at. If I have a if I have a spot in the river, I have some spots that I have literally 200 acres of permission and like a mile and a half a stream to fish. I could go there and I know that I'm going to have a walk between holes. I can stretch that out for a couple hours and I will say I'm going to hit this one first, this, this and this. And I'll try to time it with something. I'll try to time it you know, I I've seen where moon the moon affects things. I will say I think this hole's the best. I'm going to try and I have an hour and a half before the moon rises. I'm going to hit these two lower quality holes first and try to work my way to this one. I'll try to arrange my schedule like that. It generally ends up failing and blowing up in my face, but I still try to do it. Um, then there's all, it's all in, if I say, I'm going to do this loop of roads. I have six holes. I'm going to do this loop of roads. I'm going to dedicate this much time to each hole. But then you always have the wild card there. If I if I move a couple fish here, I'm not leaving these fish to go to these other holes. But what kind of bait? I mean, I, I will go there and I will work. Are you go Are you going to switch baits? I absolutely. Mean, yeah. Every time I will go through a progression of baits, mm. and like the question states, generally my first one through is the bait that I think they're going to hit. Mm. Every bait that I switch thereafter, I think is that much less likely. To get hit because it has already seen a couple presentations. Mm -hmm. Now, with that said, I have literally standing in one spot an hour or two hours. And you've touched and it, on this in the podcast. You just and said, all of a sudden, fish start showing up. We will hunt this fish. We, yeah, we will. I will sit here because there's fish here, yeah. and I will be here when they turn on. And that's the tough thing with that small bank fishing is that those fish, if you know they're there, you could just keep fishing until they turn on. You're not after a big population of fish that like we, you guys have been grinding on all year to where if 1% of the fish are active, great, you're going to have a chance to contact a lot of fish. And if I'm in a spot where 1% of the fish are active and I might bump into a half a dozen fish, it's not a good percentage that one of them is going to be active on just a normal day. Now, when they're on, they might all show themselves. When they're off, you're going to say this spot sucks. And that's that. That's life. But that's kind of my answer to that question. Yes, I will go through a progression of baits. Mm. And it's just mostly kind of relating back to question one. I don't keep a log, but I just have personal confidence and experience yeah. to choose. Is it right? Not all the time. When it's right, I feel like a champion. Yeah. And that's the big thing is just trying to get, get comfortable with it and confident with it. And that's, you figure it out. I mean, you, you, exactly. The, the biggest the biggest thing you got to do is is get out and try yeah and uh todd is there anything you want to add to that uh, no just you know i guess the, you know the only thing would be you know, touching more on the types of baits that that, that that we're using and uh i have found that the uh you know those those the, the stream fish seem to be suckers for the rubber rubber baits you know Tell tell, tell the story, tell the story of the first bulldog you got. Yeah, I mean, the, I got a. They hadn't been around very long. It was when when we were doing the PNTT early on, nineteen ninety nine, and uh, I won one at the at the one tournament. And you know, I was looking at it, I was like, you know, that, that just might 
that just might make you know some of these creek fish that I'm chasing. It just might make them hit. You know, there's water dogs in there. Not that it mean, not that that really matters or what they're feeding on, but it's just you know it was something totally different. And uh, I went down to all my holes the first time I took that that bulldog down there. Uh, and I went to my four or five different spots that hold fish, and I knew I, I knew where they where they were hanging. You know, every single one of those fish hit that bait, and I, I was having a hard time getting them to hit. You know, uh, whether they were just conditioned or what. Uh, prior but, to uh, this bait, prior to yeah. this bait. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I was catching them every once in a while, but I knew that there was a bunch of fish I hadn't caught yet in these streams, and uh, yeah, that rubber. Now I've now. Of course, I'm using the, uh, <clears throat> you know, the swim bait that we make, uh, and it, it's all going to depend on what, what type of river you're fishing. I don't know if I've ever, I've hardly ever caught a fish in uh, in the river that I fish on, on a jerk bait. Maybe a couple. I, I don't usually even take one with me. It's not. It's the what I the way I fish for everything on lakes. <laughs> but the area I'm fishing, jerk baits just aren't. You're just slamming them into the rocks, you know. Uh, I use a lot of m- m- more of the floating crankbaits, catch them on a lot of small little jointed wileys. Uh, rubber baits now are the big one, and I, I love bucktails. But a lot of that, like I said, that has to do with the water, water I'm fishing. I'm not fishing very deep water. If I threw a raptor out where I'm fishing, gave it a rip, I'm going to hit a rock, smash it right into a rock. So, you know, it all depends on where you're. Where, 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 you know, what type of water you're fishing, but uh, I like the spinner baits, the rubber baits, and I do switch. You know, there's times I'll, I'll work an area, I'll work down, maybe I'll hit it with, it happened to me this year. I worked through with uh, with one of our swim baits, I uh, got down to the end, was going to work back up, you're talking a couple hundred yard stretch that I was fishing. I, I, did, I didn't see a fish on the way down through. I put a, a bucktail on and worked my way back up, had one fish grab it, uh, which I, he just grabbed it right at the tail, had him hooked right in the snout, and he got off pretty quick. And then I had a follow a few minutes after that. And I'd just been through there with the, with, with, with what I thought would be my number one bait, as Andy just said. But, uh, yeah, switch him up a little bit. I tend to move on. Like, if I see a fish and it follows or it's hot, it might follow once or twice and it'll leave. So, you know, I, 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 I usually move on. Uh, sometimes I've come back and got that fish, nor- normally not. I was fishing with a friend one time that we had a follow, and he just stayed there. He said, I'm just going to sit right here. I, I'm not that type of guy. I don't fish that way usually. I want to move. I was about 200 yards upstream from him, and I heard him down there hollering. <laughs> he finally had to, got that fish to hit, you know. Mm-hmm. It just laid there and finally got pissed off, I guess, and and and, and grabbed the bait. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so... Those are three questions. We might, depending on who we have as a guest next week, if we have a guest, we'll hit some more questions. Maybe we'll hit the guest with some questions. Mm-hmm. Nice. There you go. So, uh, again, these the, these last three questions that I, I said I was going to do two, but I did three. Yeah. Um, those were sent in by a listener. We, uh, you know, I've been getting a lot more emails. They're more frequent people listening, liking, talking about stuff you know suggestions and that's great we want to hear from you uh get in touch with us fattyzmuskie.com there's a little contact thing there you can find my email send it to me 
You can also message me, Fat Easy Musky Products on Facebook. Get in touch with me there. And uh, then we got Todd. If you want to talk to Todd, uh, Todd Young on Facebook, mcfishingguides.com, and Muddy Creek Fishing Guides on Facebook. Like those pages. Be friends with Todd. And uh, until next time, good luck fishing.